Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast and welcome back to another Mastermind Monday where we are going to be spotlighting another Mastermind student. And today we have a returning guest on the podcast. We have Megan Mendez and Megan was actually on the podcast back in May, episode number 172, where she shared her journey from going from a tired teacher to starting her own business. And as a former student of mine, Megan was in the loop when I launched the mastermind and she knew that this was the next right step for her because she wanted to explore adding a different part to her business. So she's a social media manager. She supports clients one-on-one, but she was really passionate about teaching others how to become debt-free because this was a journey that she walked through with her husband and it was something that they were able to accomplish in the four years that they were married. So I'm really excited for you to check back in with Megan to see how her journey has progressed, how she's added a little one to the crew in the time since she's been on the podcast and how she is exploring this new passion of hers and helping other people to become debt-free, the exciting things that she is doing and how she's been able to do all that with the support of the mastermind. So I'm so excited for you to hear from Megan again, to hear her story. If you haven't already, we will link up her previous episode in the show notes as well so that you can hear her journey from beginning to where she is now and that evolution of how even in just a short period of time, your business can grow and change if you have the right support, if you have the right plan, roadmap, and the motivation to make it happen for yourself. So let's go ahead and dive on in and go check in with Megan. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to just take a moment to say, where the heck did 2022 go? If you're feeling anything like me, you're like, where did this year go? I didn't get anything that I wanted to accomplish. And you are looking forward to a new year, new slate, new you. My husband is probably secretly laughing over the fact that I use that cliche saying, but it is so true. There is something about a new year starting where you feel so energized and motivated to tackle the year strong, to have all those goals and all those those things that you set for yourself for the previous year really come to life. But my question to you is, is anything different from where you were last year? 
what is going to be the thing that's actually going to make it so that your goals don't just collect dust in your notebook, on your journals, and actually come to life. I am so excited to share that the doors to the CEO Society Mastermind are officially open again, and we are accepting applications for our winter 2023 cohort. I launched this mastermind in July of 2022, and I was so excited to bring this type of container to my community. And let me tell you, I have been blown away by the results that the women inside of this round of the mastermind are achieving. And I have just been so humbled and honored to walk alongside them and to share in their successes and their wins. We have seen so much growth come out of just a few short months of working together, and we still have some time left together, but I am so excited to offer this opportunity to you. If you are somebody who is looking for not only the momentum and the strategy and the action plans to make your goals come to life, but you really want to have a solid community around you to support you, hold you accountable, and to make sure that it actually happens, and it's not just something that you'll say next year, well, I wish I would have done this, then I invite you to apply to be a part of the CEO Society Mastermind. This has become one of my favorite programs to launch and to have people come inside because we keep it super tight knit, super exclusive so that we can actually get under the hood of each person's business, that you don't feel like you're just a number, that you're just a part of another course, that nobody cares about the success of your business. I truly pour my heart and soul into this because I want the success for you. I want you to make your goals a reality just as much, if not more, than you do. The women that we had a part of the previous round are just blowing my mind with the results that they've had. And I know the impact that this will continue to have on their business even after the fact. And I know that this is something that I would be remiss if I didn't invite you to apply. So if you have been looking for a way to grow and scale your business, but you're not really sure what to do, you feel like you don't know what to do when it comes to raising your rates, to refining your packages, to launching any passive products for your business so that you can not work all the hours. If you want those solid foundations system so that your business can work in the background and you can actually shut down your laptop at the end of the day and feel like your business is going to survive and thrive, then you need to apply to be a part of the CEO Society Mastermind. This is application only, and we are accepting applications through the middle of January. So I would encourage you to apply now because once our spots fill up, those spots are gone. We do not keep this open for everybody to come into. We keep this small, and once spots are filled, we are going to shut down the doors and not accept any more applications. I had so many people who were bummed that they missed out on the last round and they wanted to make sure that they join. So we have people who are already applying. So I would not delay. You can go check out all the information on what's included in the mastermind, who it's for, if this is a right fit for you, and then you can apply as well. So head to aubreymalek.com forward slash CEO society mastermind. That's all one word, and I will link it in the show notes for you as well. But if you feel like this is a right fit, if you have been waiting for the doors to open and you want to apply, just head to aubreymalek.com forward slash apply, and you just fill out that quick form, and then we will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours to take those next steps to see if this is a right fit for you. If you have been looking for a sign, if you've been looking for a chance to grow and scale your business, definitely 
apply. I am so excited to welcome all the new members inside and to really kick off the year 2023 with a bang inside of our CEO Society Mastermind. All right, let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey, Megan, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast because this is your second time on the show. So I'm really excited to have you on today and almost kind of like a check-in to see your progression from where you were from your first episode to where you are now. Yeah, that's so crazy I to think that. I mean, I'm almost coming up on a year of being in business and this is my second podcast to be on with you and it's just crazy what all has happened and uh, everything that's happened in the last 12 months. So yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you've had so many exciting, wonderful things happen, both in business and personally. But I want to give you a chance to just introduce yourself. If, if this is somebody's first time hearing you, if they didn't hear your first episode on the podcast, which if you haven't, I definitely would encourage you either pause this one, go back and listen to it. Or after you listen to this episode, definitely go check out the episode with Megan. We will link that one in the show notes as well so that you can hear kind of her journey and progression. But give us a little bit of of background about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am Megan. I live in the DFW area. I have a husband, a dog, and actually a new daughter. So when I first interviewed, I was pregnant with said daughter. Well, she's here now and we are exploring and adjusting to life with her. And so that's been fun. I'm actually a retired high school math teacher. So I left the classroom in May of 2021. I taught for four years and just realized that my heart was not in it anymore post COVID or I guess kind of during COVID. And so decided to walk away from that and kind of just did a few, you know, side jobs here and there from the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 in February of this year. Wow, that's still this year. Feels like it's been forever. Um, But the beginning of this year in February, I was working a part-time job at a marketing firm and I was just like, why am I working for somebody else again? I wasn't happy doing that in teaching and I'm not necessarily happy doing that right now. And so I stumbled upon Aubrey and the prep and immediately decided that that was what I wanted to do. That was what I had been looking for and praying for. And February 1st, I have no idea what the date was. I just, I think the beginning of February, I bought the prep and had my business launched and the rest is pretty much history. (laughs) Yeah. You're one of those like star students, which I, it's so funny that those star students, of course, are the teachers, right? Because like we know what it's like to ha- like be in a be in the classroom and have those students who are always showing up and putting in the work, and those are like your students that you're like, yes, like love you. And then you have those students who are like, they don't want to do the homework, they you know are late to class, and so I feel like like when we put our minds to doing something, no matter what it is, it's like we are going to show up, we're going to put in the work, we're going to do the extra credit because that's what we, you know, expected from our students. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. I, I have been searching for a long time. of like, what, what's next post teaching? What is, you know, cause you, you go to college and you make your identity and your career out of something and you think that that's what you're supposed to do and be for the rest of your life. And it's just funny how God is like, Hey, you're going to still be able to do those things and be a teacher and be a learner. You're just going to do them in a different way. And it's going to just look a little different than you had hoped and expected, but it's 
still all going to be wonderful and it's going to even be a little bit better. So just trusting that process has been fun to say the least. Yeah. And especially with everything that you've had, it kind of was that divine timing for you of making this transition in preparation for your family that was to come, which is now here. And it's so wonderful to see you step into that motherhood. Um, how has that been making that transition into motherhood, but also like knowing that there's there's not this like timeline of like, well, I have to go back to work in so many weeks and I have to put my daughter in daycare and how are we going to manage all of that? How has not having to stress about those things been for you? So it's crazy because, and I'm sure a lot of teachers do this, when they think about getting pregnant, they're like, okay, how can I make sure that my time off is in the summer so that I don't have to worry about my days? And that was one of the reasons where I was almost scared, I guess, to, you know, start a family was because I was still teaching and I knew that I wouldn't necessarily get days off and I didn't want to, you know, lose pay. And if we did get pregnant, like let's get pregnant in September so that I could have a summer baby and then I wouldn't have to take any time off. And so, I mean, literally overanalyzing my entire life and just not having to do that and having and just being able to be, you know, a business owner and make my own hours, make my own schedule has been such a blessing and it's such a relief. I get to stay at home with my daughter. I get to work my business. I am my own boss. I make my own schedule. I don't have to ask for time off. So there's definitely pros and cons. Um, it's It does have its moments where you're like, okay, this is a little more challenging than I thought. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I would, I will never go back to teaching. Um, and I am just so thankful that I don't have to worry about childcare. I don't have to worry about losing pay because I need to take, you know, a certain amount of days for maternity leave. And, and you, you know how it goes. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, that, and I, I think sometimes we hear these, um, you know, the, like people will hear these episodes and they're like, wow, that sounds so great. But then like when you're in it, like there are a lot of really great things, which I know that you're experiencing, but I think it's also important too to like, it, it's not always easy. There is an adjustment trying to figure out, okay, like how am I going to work and be at home? But I think one of the, the beautiful things about it um, is that like you could, like you can rearrange your schedule, like having a traditional job, you couldn't like go in, you know, to work in the evening time, right? Like most of, most of people have to go in from that nine to five or whatever that is, you know, teachers, it was a lot earlier than that. Um, but the fact is, is like, Hey, you know, I know that she's going to take a nap here, um, from three to 5 PM, I can get a good chunk of work done there. And just knowing that you have that flexibility, um, even though it, it definitely can be challenging, especially at, there are times when you're not sleeping and like the schedule isn't always great. And you're trying to figure things out as a new mom. I, I know that you can agree that the the pros definitely outweigh some of the cons and, and just some of that adjustment period. And I think it's all learning curve. And before you know it, you're going to be in such a great routine of knowing your work schedule that it's like, okay, we've got this and it's it's great. Absolutely. I will say I 100% underestimated the mom business owner uh, lifestyle. But like you said, we're learning and you just have to get creative with those pockets of time that you can work. And just also knowing that at the end of the day, it's all worth it. 
and why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So as Megan mentioned, Megan came from my signature program, The Prep, which teaches you how to get started as a freelancer. If you want to be a virtual assistant or a social media manager or a podcast manager, if you want to have your own business where you have a specific service that you support clients with one-on-one and you can have a variety of clients, that's the program for you. And so Megan went through that and like I said, was a rock star student, did amazing things. And then I started to you know, see Megan start to post inside the group of like, you know, what's next? And I, you know, I've, I've grown my business to this point, but I'm looking for that next step or that next thing. And it kind of, again, was that divine timing, which was at the time when we were getting ready to launch the mastermind. And when I got on the call with Megan, I, this is one of those calls where I got so excited because Megan was sharing a lot of the dreams and plans that she had for her business and where she wanted to take it and how she wanted to expand with what she was currently doing. And I knew this was like the perfect fit for her. I know she was she was a little nervous because she's like, I've got this baby that's coming in the middle of the mastermind. Um, and so we, we created a plan that could support her during that time and have her start to bring some of these things to life. So I, d- I definitely want to touch on this side of your business that we've started to develop throughout the mastermind, which is helping women to become debt-free because this is something that you and your husband personally walked through yourself. So I want to start with what made you decide to embark on this journey of being debt-free and did you actually think that it was something that could be a possibility for you and your husband? So we've been married four years and in the four years that we've been married, we have paid off probably about 70 to $80,000 worth of debt. That's in like our total years of marriage. But what was the real motivating factor was honestly leaving teaching. Um, I was, you know, we were, we were both on teacher salary, so we made good money together and, um, you know, we have $53,000 of loans together, school loans and maybe a car note. I'm not real sure. I don't remember. Um, and I was just like, look, if I have any hope of leaving the classroom, I want to know that this debt is not lingering over me mentally. I just know how paralyzing debt can be and it can prevent you and stop you from doing things, you know, for your future and in the future. And so that was something that I was very passionate about. So that whole last year of teaching, my husband and I just put our head down. We lived off of one salary and the other salary went straight to um, all of our debt. And that was ultimately how we were able to be so aggressive with tackling all of that debt. And that was another motivating factor of why I was able to leave the classroom, why I wanted to leave the classroom. It was pretty much my driving force. Um, because I knew that once I got that out from under us, I wouldn't have, you know, X amount of dollars allocated to debt anymore. I could now take that money that was going towards the school loans or the car loan or whatever it was and put it towards other things. And that is ultimately what allowed me to leave the classroom was I didn't have these big fat payments anymore. Um, so that has been amazing and, and really, really a blessing. Yeah, I that was 
what I had to do. So when I was thinking about walking away from the classroom, I had one huge loan. It's right around a thousand dollars. And I still have that, that loan, but that was what my husband and I talked about. We sat down and we kind of looked at our budget and we said, okay, if I, if I leave, and of course, like we were, we were taking out the factor of like, okay, if I'm still in the classroom, like we're going to be paying for daycare. So I'm like, if we take that expense away, um, really, if I can just make a thousand dollars a month to pay for this student loan, we would be okay. Like, sure. It, it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be what it was. We would have to cut some things out. We'd have to make some adjustments, but for us, what we were looking at was what kind of quality of life do we want to live? What kind of life do we want for our kids? What things are most important to us? Um, and me being at home, raising them was something that we really wanted. It was something that I wanted from a very young age. And my husband had that growing up. His mom was home with him until he went to school. Um, so it was something that both of us saw as as a top priority for us. But yeah, those student loans are crippling and nobody really prepares kids for that, you know, nobody. going into into school. Like you you sign up basically sign away your life and you're like, okay, like you just don't think about it in those four years. And I I even had extended time from that because I went and I got my master's. So put myself even <laughs> in more debt. But like when you're when those are in forbearance, when you're at school, when you're not paying on those, you don't even think about that. And then all of a sudden that that big you know, you look at the amount that you have to pay and they you look at what that monthly payment's gonna be and it's like, holy crap, how how am I even going to be able to do this? So um I would love to just hear um what like what stuff did you start with first? Did you have a method for how you were paying off that debt? Um what did that look like for you guys? I know you said like you you lived off of one salary and the other salary went towards debt. Um but were there certain things that you started with first to kind of get that ball rolling? Yes, absolutely. So I mentioned that in the four years that we've been married, we've paid off anywhere from 70 to 80,000 dollars worth of debt. So what we did when we first got married was started off with our credit cards because usually when those um, have high balances, they have high interest rates. And so um, we started there and we got rid of all of our credit card debt first. So that was in like probably year one of marriage. And then year two led into um, our car. I think I had my car payment. And so we worked aggressively to pay my car off, which was the next highest interest um, loan that we had. And then that last year, year three was the school loans, which even then they were paused. So with COVID, everything was really unpredictable. And so with the loans, we just didn't know when the payments would start up again. We didn't know when they would be paused again. And so actually while they were still paused, my husband and I were just like, look, we have all of this extra money. I'm ready to quit teaching. I mean, why, why, why not attack them aggressively and make that our big goal? Because who knows, they could come back tomorrow. They could come back, you know, in a year. And, you know, finally, we're about to be in 2023 and they're about to start again. <laughs> but we just never, we never knew. And so um, definitely our method was starting with the highest interest rate loans first and then um, paying those off. And then the other trick is, so once you've, you know, paid off one loan and you have that, you know, $100 a month going to, you know, the credit card bills, and then you start on your car payment, you take that $100 that you were just paying on your credit cards, and now you add that into your car payment. So it's called the snowball method. But basically, I'm not 
once I pay my credit card bills off, I'm not like, oh, yay, I have this extra $100 a month. It's like, no, now go to your next debt, which was the car payment, and add that $100 to that car payment. And then once you get your car payment paid off, so say you have a $200 car payment, you can now use that $100 that you were using for the credit cards and the $200 from your car payment. And now you take that $300 and attack that towards your loan. So that's really the best way possible if if you want to be aggressive about attacking your debt is just doing that snowball method. Were you doing um, multiple payments per month? Um, Because I feel like I, and I've, I haven't gotten deep into this, which is why I'm so excited for you to start bringing out all of these amazing resources. Cause I know that there are a lot of people who, who want to do this, but it just feels so overwhelming. I'm like, where do I start? And I know that there's like tricks and hacks to paying it like a certain day before your due date or after due date. Did you do any of those things to, um, or, or like there's things like pay the, the put this payment right on the principal. Um, again, like I, I'm kind of a novice when it comes to this. So that's why like I, I'm so excited. Like I said, I'm so excited for you to start providing all these resources for people who are looking to start this because it does feel extremely overwhelming. Yeah, no, for sure. So um, I would always do um, at least the minimum payment on anything that I wasn't like trying to attack aggressively at the moment. So school loans, car payment, let's just go back to the credit card because most credit cards, most you know, people have credit card debt and that is going to be the one that is the heaviest with the highest interest rate. Um, so just um, making, you know, the minimum payment for sure, but then any extra money that you have at the end of the month, taking it and applying it immediately to the credit card. And, and also if it is credit cards, stop using them. That's the other thing is don't keep adding to the problem. Cut the credit card up and just focus on paying the bill. Don't work on spending anymore because then you're going to feel like, I'm never seeing this balance go down. Well, that's because you're still spending on it. Um, but so with the credit cards payments, definitely just making those extra payments a month. When you do like car and school loan payments, um, adding that $100 um, or that extra money, adding that directly to the principal helps for sure. Okay, awesome. And um, like I had mentioned too, like somebody who who has, who still has debt, who definitely wants to work towards debt free because I can totally relate and feel all the sentiments of the anxiety and the heaviness of it. Um, I was one thing that my husband and I like said when we first got married, you know, like I brought my debt into the marriage, he brought his debt into the marriage. And then we're like, we feel like we are starting our married life, which is such an exciting time with one foot already in the ground or like just this like chain shackled to us that's going to be there forever. And it's one of those things where you just feel like, well, I'm just going to be paying on these until I die. Like there's never, there never feels like there's an end in sight. So if somebody is looking to get started on this journey of working towards debt-free, what would you say? I know that you talked about some of those like paying things off, but before they get to that place, is there something that they should look at first um, or start with first so that they feel like they can take that next step to move towards this? Yeah, no doubt. So what I always tell people that ask me any questions about, you know, how we went debt-free, what we did, the number one thing, whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're married and y'all do finances together or you do finances separate, it doesn't matter. You have to have a budget because if you don't track what's coming in your account and what's going out of your account, then every month you're just going to spend whatever you want because you're going to think, oh, I haven't, 
you know, ate out that much this month. But then when you actually add it all up and you calculate it, you're like, oh, okay, that was $500 that we spent out on just restaurants this month. Like that's, that's uh, outrageous. I mean, if, if that's not what you have budgeted. Um, so that is what I tell everybody is get a budget. If you make a thousand dollars a month, you need to know, you know, what is your phone bill? What is your car payment? What is, what are all of these bills and expenses that you have? And if it exceeds a thousand dollars, then we need to look at that and start cutting some stuff back. So that way you're not getting yourself further into debt. Um, but then also, so you can see, okay, I make a thousand dollars, but I'm only spending 900 of that every month. Okay. So I have this hundred extra dollars that I can now put towards this debt that I want to track or that I want to get down. So budget is the number one thing I tell people that you have to have before you can even say you want to, you know, attack your debt is, okay, well, do you have a budget? Do you know how much you spend every month? And do you know what your bills are? Like you've got to track all of those things. Yeah. And it's also really important. Like, I think, um, you might, my parents will get on me about this, um, cause they, they've been so used to, they've had credit cards in the past, but for a majority of their life before, you know, there was computers and the internet, like they wrote checks and they mailed out their, their bills. And we have so much set on auto pay, which is amazing, right? Cause you don't want to get those late fees, but yeah. we don't, we don't see it, you know, or you just swipe the, you swipe the card. The and it's like, well, card, if yeah. I, yeah. If it's like, well, if it's not, if it's not money physically leaving your hand, you just don't think about it that way. So there's been so many, there's been times where I'm looking, I, I've gotten better at this, Megan. It's not my strong suit, but I have gotten better at it. Like looking at the end of the month, looking at the bank statement and seeing like, what, we're still we're still paying for that streaming service? Like we said we were just going to get it for a couple months because there was, you know, this show that we wanted to watch or there was this thing, um, you know, and we're still, you know, here's we here we are six months later, we're still paying for it. But again, like you don't see it because it's on auto draft. So you don't really think about it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely been helpful for me, but I a hundred percent agree getting a budget is really re like the best place to start. Um, and even just like seeing like what, like you might not even realize what is coming, coming out every single month. Like, again, you might be like, I'm, I think at one point my husband and I were both paying for Hulu. Like we were like, I don't know how that <laughs> happened, but I was, I had signed up for it. He had signed up on his email and we were getting charged double Hulu. So it's like, if you don't oh, even look yeah. at that stuff. And I think, I feel like that can sometimes be the hard part where these people are like, well, I don't, I don't want to look at it because I don't want to see like the cold, hard truth on paper. Um, yep. because that can, that can feel even, you know, more crippling to actually know. But I think it's, it's also really it's empowering to be like, okay, now I, at least I know, and I know what changes I can make so that I don't continue to just like bury my head in the sand and continue on this way. No, for sure. I was just telling somebody the other day when you have a baby and have all of these medical bills. And so I am, you know, I'm debt free, whatever the finance girl herself is overwhelmed with her own <laughs> bank statements and bills and, and credit cards because of all of the medical bills that we've had to, to do for the, the baby. And so it is, it's overwhelming. And so, you know, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet, sit down and put it all on paper and look at what is going on. Because if you're not managing your money, someone's managing it for you or someone is taking your dollars and that's just, we don't want that. Right. That's an even scarier, scarier yeah. thought. Like I said, Hulu charging me yes. double for, for one account. Um, so I have been so excited to see this evolution of you because 
what you started with your business was is social media management, providing that um, one-to-one service. But we, you know, as as we knew baby was coming and we wanted to start to shift you into, you know, having your clients, but also having something else that starts to um, earn for you in a different way or just expanding your income streams. Um, this this debt-free, helping other people become debt-free has been something that's been placed on your on your heart. Um, and you have, you can tell the way that you're talking about it here on this episode, how passionate you are about that and helping other people. Um, so that's really what our focus has been for you in the mastermind, which I've been so excited to see to life. Um, I would love for you just to share a little bit about the experience being a part of that mastermind. And as you start to bring this part of your business to life, how has that been for you? Yeah. So before the mastermind, I was only six months into my business, but I was very ready to take the next step. But for me, I was a little overwhelmed as to what that next step was. I needed more structure, more guidance, and and just more accountability and on, on how to do that. And so Especially because, like you said, I kind of have, you know, my business, the social media management, but I also have this debt-free piece that is so near and dear to my heart and is truthfully how I got to be where I am today, how I got to start my own business, how I now have the freedoms that I do have. And so getting that organized and structured into something that can help other people was where I was really stuck and was really where the roadblock was for me. And so the mastermind has been great. One, just to be able to collaborate with other women that are business owners as well and that don't even necessarily have the same business as me, but we're all business owners in itself and we are all like-minded. And so being able to to just hash out those details with them and with you and just being able to create that structure and that roadmap for my business and for my future has been so helpful and really just kind of took a lot of the pressure off for me because I didn't feel like I was alone anymore or that I had to necessarily figure it out all by myself. So that has, has been a game changer for sure. Yeah. And I've, I've seen, um, from our time working together and just knowing you, um, how much like that, accountability has has helped you and supported you along the way. I I know without a doubt that you are somebody that you put your mind to something. I mean, clearly look at how much debt you've paid off. Like you put your mind to something, you are making it happen, but there's something to be said about showing up for your business week in and week out and coming to coming to the calls with questions, coming to the calls with answers for other people or support for other people and being able to say like, okay, this is what I'm working on this week. This is what I need to implement. And you've done such a great job at that um, and bringing this part of your business to life. Like I said, I I know that you could have done it on your own, but it's been wonderful. And I've been honored to, to watch you and to walk alongside you. Um, if someone is thinking about investing um, in any in any part of their business, but if they were thinking about investing in the mastermind, what advice would you share with them? I think personally, if you're already thinking about it, then you probably already should do it. Um, especially if you're at that, you know, phase in your business where you either want to earn more money or you're feeling stuck or you're really just feeling like, okay, look, I feel so alone in this business, especially if you're just like a one person show like I am, you can often feel like you just 
do work alone and that you run your business alone. And so joining a mastermind like this kind of makes you feel like you're a part of a team again and kind of makes you feel like you have a team to work with and have other coworkers to work with because you can come and collaborate with your ideas at office hours. You can come and ask your questions and help others um, in their business. And so that is truly what I have loved the most. So like I have said before, if you're thinking about it, you probably should just go ahead and do it. Yeah. I remember on our call that we had uh, after you applied, you were like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know I'm going to do this already, but I just like, I have some questions that I, that I want asked. And I was like, okay, she's, she's double, she's being a, you know, a smart business owner and, and asking her questions, but I'm pretty sure like she, she is in, she wants to do this. Cause you were, you have that mindset of like, if it's, if it's placed on my heart for, for whatever reason it is, like I should definitely not ignore that. I should lean into it. 100%. Yeah. Um, well, you have some exciting things coming up. I would love for you just to share a little bit about what we can expect to see from you as far as learning more about becoming debt-free and also like where we can connect with you if we have any questions or just want to get a peek behind the scenes as to what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really excited because at the beginning of the year 2023, which is crazy and is only in a few weeks, I have some exciting things coming out for um, people that I follow or just for anybody, really. Um, It's a passion of mine to help teachers specifically, probably and mainly because I was one and I was burnt out and tired and exhausted. But this can be for anybody really that wants to expand and you know, help their finances and help their future. But I am excited to offer a quarterly budget planning workshop um, where you're going to get to come to a live meeting with me, a live sit down. And we're going to kind of just walk through your finances for quarter one. We're going to walk through your goals. We're going to look at your, you know, income in and income or not income out, but your spending out. And we're just going to see, you know, what areas can you improve upon so that you can aggressively attack that debt like you want to. Um, and I, I know that that's what's helped me in the past. And I was trying to um, aggressively pay off our debt. It started always at the beginning of the year because you get to do your dream board. You get to write out all your goals. And if you do New Year's resolutions, you get to write out your New Year's resolutions. And everybody is just ready to roll at the beginning of the year. At least that's that's how I am. I'm ready to you know attack my goals for that year. And so I'm excited to sit down with people that are ready to, you know, move past their debt and to uh, like aggressively start attacking it, especially with school loans starting back up in January, depending on when your payments do, either the beginning or the ending of the month. And so I am super excited for that. Um, and if they are ready to wanting to connect with me, they can go to my Instagram. I have a free budget template for them to kind of just get plugged in on the same exact method that I did when I or when my husband and I were starting to pay off our debt aggressively. Um, And so yeah, I'm super excited for 2023 and kind of what this debt free entrepreneur lifestyle has for me and how I can help others achieve debt free as well. 
Yeah, I am so excited to to watch, to cheer you on, to support you, to continue to support you through that. We will link all of that up in the show notes, all the things to connect with Megan, to grab her free budget template. All of those things are amazing resources for you. I, I love personally watching uh, and following along with Megan. I watch her stories every day because you get nice glimpses of baby and then you get stuff about the debt-free, which again, like I said, is something that I am working towards, but I know that I am not knowledgeable about that. So I love following along with Megan and getting all of her tips. She was great when um, the student loan forgiveness was coming out and she was sharing all that information. It was a great reminder for me to make sure that I did that too. Um, so I, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for you, the direction that your business is going and how you're going to support so many people in this journey and what a blessing it is to be able to help others achieve that because you've walked that walk. So thank you so much, Megan, for coming on today, for sharing all of this with us again, for giving us all this check-in into where you are from your previous episode. So I know everybody's going to be excited to hear all of this. So thank you again for coming on today. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I am excited and I'm just thankful and blessed for the opportunity. So thank you. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.